Barcaster. Good morning, everyone. Um, I have a special guest co-host today. Adrian's traveling, and I have COVID, so it's it's going to be a banger day. Ivy's going to carry this whole thing. So this is Ivy, who is with us. Um, amazing uh, person we met through Farcast Her, that channel, which is phenomenal. Um, and I put a call out and said, hey, I need a guest host for next Wednesday. And Ivy was like, me? And we're like, do you want us to move the time? <laughs> it's really early for you. And, and she was like, nope, I'm good. So welcome, Ivy. So glad to have you here. Amazing. Thank you. It's great to be here, GM Farcaster. Um, I love any opportunity to give myself more attention. So this just works out. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and I'm just casting now that we are live um, and hopefully I got to get back to the chat and make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, hello, Ivy. You getting a hello from Arjun. Um, Arjun's our loyalist fan. We love Arjun, um, which I'm going to talk about. And just actually, I'm going to start with that. It is permissionless day here at Farcaster and Arjun, love your poem. Um, welcoming all the new um, Farcaster folks coming in a uh, beautiful little poem here that you can mint and let's jump into it is the big milestone today farcaster protocol will be 100 permissionless uh dwr posted this yesterday sign up directly in op mainnet no more invites users can use um client of their choice which i think is really interesting devs will have full access to data apis via hubs and zero dependencies on warpcast um, core team will be monitoring everything closely. So we hope everything goes well. Um, amazing that we are here. And Dan also did an AMA. So what do you think? How you feeling? How's everybody feeling too? Like, tell us in the chat, like, how you feeling about permissionless? What do you think? What's going to happen? So as you might imagine, I have thoughts on permissionless. <laughs> um, okay. Cause this is a usual inflection point for like private consumer social because like clubhouse went through it and a couple other platforms mm -hmm. did too and and like this will like undoubtedly be the time that that people start referring to like oh farcaster used to be good before <laughs> permissionless please could we make it private again um but but like i don't know i think it's going to be good like it's going to change and some people will be sad because it's no longer the like little close-knit community of everyone who kind of was like filtered in or was kind of vetted by like circles of uh, trust. But um, uh, like a lot of people, like Brian's probably the like primary one have complained that Farcaster's not like fun enough. There's not enough, like, <laughs> not, not like bad conflict, but like, you know, spicy, yep. like, yeah, we've Twitter, heard, we've heard Brian, Twitter. we've heard Brian <laughs> say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. He likes, he likes things yeah. to keep, keep it fun. Um, yeah, so I think it's going to be good for the for the community though, and 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 for Merkle Manufactory too. I mean, if if you kind of read between the lines of some of the recent communications, it sounds like they really need to get DAOs uh, up. So I think this is just a natural progression for them. DAU, not DAO. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. You're right. No, da yeah. it's DAO. But I'm just clarifying for the rest because when I say oh, okay, DAO. Cool, cool, cool. When I'm in the when I'm on screen oh, and right. I yeah. say the I word DAO, I usually mean yeah. decentralized autonomous organization. When most people say DAO, they mean DAU, daily active users. So just clarifying, because um, <laughs> I'm a DAO girl, um, also a DAO girl. So both things, both things can be true. 
Um, so Arjun in the chat said, um, I have no idea what to expect. I think it will not be a tsunami. There's a few, right, that will be next for many and a hurdle. Um, I think that, yeah, I, I don't know that we're going to see this giant tsunami. I kind of agree with that. I think it's going to be slow because I think there's enough people who've, if they were interested, they're already here. And granted, they have the big wait list. I think there's over 200,000 on the wait list. But that literally could be 100,000 bots. So <laughs> we have no idea. Um, and, and I, you know, I'm curious to see. But I have a feeling it's not going to be this crazy rush that we're all worried about. But I, you know, I'm really curious. Like, I can't wait to, you know, Friday talk with Adrian and be like, okay, so what happened over the past two days? Like, did we see this yeah. big change? Was there a shift at all? Um and I did like you had sent me a couple um, casts about you know, from uh, C. Corella. So many heroes here, pre-permissionless sign-up. You had to really want to be here and build something together. The seniors is strong, and just wanted to thank everyone for the experience. Which I loved this, which I did not love, so I need to love it. Um, let me just realize. Sorry, Chris, but I liked I liked that that note, and uh, you kind of you brought that to my attention. So, what were you thinking when you saw that? Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely been a year or or however long it's been since Forecaster kind of opened to the to the wider public, and I like remember when it was like super hard to to get invites. Um, my friend Nicole, who's like super plugged in, who's like usually the one I, I like bug for like invites, um, sent me one, and. It wasn't all that busy like it is now, and people just started to like come together. Like Cassie uh, is like one of my closest forecaster friends now, and like a couple other people. Um, whenever there's that like initial invite only like close knit community, the people I become like super good friends. Like like I'm still friends with like clubhouse people I met like three years ago. Um, and I remember when Chris proposed purple and there was like a lot of like, I don't know, consternation about it, mostly from like me. I mean, I was like, you know, <laughs> we shouldn't be taking like time and space away from, from Merkel, blah, blah, blah. And just like working through a lot of those community inflection points, um, like I think you really kind of get to know people and like all of the Farcaster people from that time are like super good humans and, and like now too. Um, so like, I think it was really nice of Chris to like say that because like people don't, I think often realize or appreciate like how good a community is or like how rare it is to have this kind of community with, with like so many like smart people, but also mm -hmm. kind and to have this kind of dialogue. And yeah, I, like I just thought it was, it was a really, it was a really good way to mark this like community inflection point, which it uh, definitely will be. It's so interesting too when you mentioned Clubhouse. Like I loved Clubhouse. It was a lot of fun, especially during those, you know, early COVID days and all that. Um yeah. and it's so it's it was actually a better uh tool product than Spaces is. But oh, it just yeah. didn't have the same reach. You know, it didn't have the discoverability. And mm -hmm. that's you know, and I see some of the um products that are coming on that are built into Farcaster and I and I wonder about that same issue and I suggested a couple times of like can we figure out a way to 
do alerts to people to let them know when you're on Unlonely, when you're on a Burra, when you're on these mm -hmm. things that are tied into um, Farcaster, because I don't want that same thing to happen, right? Where totally. yeah. you, you know, where we we choose the lesser um, product that's maybe not as good simply because it has, you know, better discoverability. And I mean, like, you know, Twitter spaces and things like that, which I'm mm -hmm. doing right now, you know, there's a lot of things I do on Twitter spaces. And that's the reason where I, you know, rather use one of these other products. And this has been a shift to, you know, do this directly on Unlonely for that reason, because right. of the decentralized nature, because I want to support the builders who are building within Farcaster. That's another, you know, big reason for me doing this here rather than YouTube. It didn't make sense. Like, I don't want to mm -hmm. be on totally. YouTube. YouTube's good enough. They have enough. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. you know, if you think in terms of if you're building something and you're thinking in terms of like normal Web2 sense, if you will, um, you think about discoverability, you think about reach, and obviously you think bigger. But, mm -hmm. and this really ties to Farcaster being permissioned for so long is that you, you do have a smaller, but it's niche. It's very, everyone's very aligned. It's really interesting. Um, the conversations are completely different than what I have on Twitter. Not, you know, I mean, it's just a whole different animal. Yeah. Occasionally I'll cross post, but most of the time I'm, I'm, it's different content for different audiences and different mm -hmm. conversations. It's not even content. Like Twitter feels more like broadcasting. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And Farcaster is more like a dialogue. Yeah. And a conversation with with friends, and I love when you said my closest Farcaster friend, and it's like I think of it like in those terms too. Like these are my Farcaster friends, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. totally. Like, and I love those people; <laughs> they're amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like I think you you kind of have it nailed in comparing content and like conversation. I guess like I've said content versus community, and like that was the point at which I think Clubhouse kind of like lost it for me. Like, yeah, their like users went through the roof and that was where a lot of like the Web3 DeFi summer was born. I, I, like when I, when I shifted into content, I think that was more beneficial to the NFT crowd. Um, but yeah, those like early days, both on Farcaster and Clubhouse, just, yeah, like it was a lot of like conversation and, and connection. And, and like, I usually described it like, conversations you couldn't have anywhere else or like you right. wouldn't find anywhere else. That's what I kind of feel like Farcaster to this point. Very has much been. so. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Duofi just said you couldn't take your social graph to Clubhouse though. Decentralization really is different. And I agree with that. Like yeah. and that's why I think Twitter spaces ended up being the winner in that sort of play because mm -hmm again, discoverability, your social graph, you, you know, you're already there. That's where people were connecting. There was no other clubhouse had no other connection to anything else. So that exactly. was just its own little thing. Yeah. And that was in, in the end, you know, what started as a positive ended up as a negative for them. And that's unfortunate, but um, mm -hmm. okay. I love, you know, seeing the media that's being built on Farcaster and, you know, all the different things that are popping up. Um, mm -hmm. So on permissionless, I want to just jump into a little bit of the AMA. Um, he did talk a little bit about the algo and spammers. You worried about spammers getting act, gaming the active badge, and then uh, Dan saying we'll adjust the algo um, if we think it's getting abused. And then it does say the current algo gives us seven days before it's an issue, so that made me feel a little bit better. Um, so that was a big one. I don't know if we had. There was another one. This is another one. 
how are we preparing for the influx of users? How many do you estimate for day one? Excuse me, no idea. We're not sure if the influx $7 per sign up could be very few and should be able to handle the scale. So, excuse me, channels are permissionless already, but Warpcast, I'm oh, talking about channels um, after permissionless. Warpcast isn't surfacing permissionlessly created channels just yet. And I did listen to, um, and this is where I was hoping I could get through this without, without losing and having a total coughing fit. Um, I did listen to the Abura um, recording with um, Dan and Bill the other day, and he did talk about channels. And I thought that was interesting of like the channel lead experiment is part of leading up to making channels permissionless for anyone to start one. Mm -hmm. But having that lead, you know, process in place will help with that, um, hopefully, to make sure <laughs> my eyes are watering like crazy. This is COVID. Welcome to it. Um, <laughs> Everyone, fun, fun. send your like uh, healing vibes, please. Yeah, send me Dude. your healing vibes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I think that, you know, before we make channels permissionless where anyone can start one, it's good to experiment with channel leads and, and figure that out. So I think it makes a lot of sense <clears> because whoever starts that channel essentially will be the channel lead and we need to know what best practices are, what, you know, processes are and things like that. So I think that's going to be a good, good way to, to judge it. Um, are you a channel lead for anything? Okay. Like so I was, yeah. So I was almost going to like request, but I don't know. I was not out of my current startup yet. I am now freshly. Um, and like having done community management in the past for the clubhouse, actually, like, I know it's a ton of work and I am so thankful that Adrian is doing it for our lovely little forecast for channel. Um, so, so sorry, all of those words to say no, but I think <laughs> this is like such a, uh, important part of going permissionless, but more, well, like more like community management too, because I remember when this happened on clubhouse because you used to have to write them and be like, Hey, Clubhouse, can you please create yes. whatever club for me? And like they would. And then they let like everyone create up to like two clubs, I think, when you first signed up. And like the quality went down so much. And would and like there would be duplicate clubs and like blah blah blah. So I think it's really smart of Dan to like kind of keep their current system in place because there's already a concern about what well, you know what's gonna happen with the farmers and and the bots as far as like quality conversation which is one of the main reasons like just like just like very candidly that like i use forecaster and like don't use lens like lens is great but it's a different kind of like vibe for me um and yeah i actually like messaged him that on forecaster and he just said yeah we're thinking about this very carefully and like mm -hmm. like i'm glad because not like not to make a like forecaster uh thing solely about clubhouse but like where Clubhouse dropped the ball a lot was on community management. So I was very close to the team and like well, a lot of the- I think it's a good analogy, right? For where we are right yeah, now. So yeah. I think I, I totally get that analogy. And um, Arjuna yeah. just asked about creating channels. So right now, if you want a new channel, you have to get it through Dan. Um, and I think that's, you know, exactly what we're talking about. Like making sure yeah. that community management piece makes sense is in place before we, 
allow anyone to start channels. But I think that's a great point. You know, when you mm-hmm. when you did allow people on Clubhouse to just start their own clubs, their own rooms, that's when you saw a decline in quality. So we want to make sure mm-hmm. we avoid that and learn from that experience. I think Clubhouse provides a lot of learning from that experience that we can Thanks, use over here. So I totally get that analogy that you're using. Okay. It makes a ton of sense to me. Um, I think there's a lot to learn from that. So I appreciate that very much. I think there's um, so many analogies there. Um, Herocast, I think. Oh, Herocast. Yeah. Um, I think you can, you can do it that way as well. Um, So I think there's, you know, we're starting to see different ways to, um, you know, create channels. But right now, go to Dan if you have an idea of something that is awesome. And by the way, I don't know if you are aware, but we're already like, we've got four minutes left. That's how fast this goes. Wow. You are, Isn't that you crazy? Are we you weren't kidding. kidding. It goes fast. It is 21 minutes um, yeah. and we are winding down and I want to make sure that we talk about Cameron's um, piece that he wrote, Happiness is a Bubble. Um, this really, I loved this piece. It was exactly what I needed to read this week. Um, Mm -hmm. And my comment back, I did quote something from it um, that I felt like, you know, really summarized the struggle. And even now it feels indulgent, a survivor's privilege to write about, but I've got the rest of my life to live and process and thrive and help and work and wonder. So I sigh. And he was talking about, um, he's, you know, former, formerly uh, army, and talking about war and talking about his experience and then how do you, you know, when when these atrocities are happening in the world, and I struggle with this every time something like this happens, it's like, how do you go on with the normal or whatever your normal is while you know that this is happening? And that was him processing those thoughts. And it was a beautiful read. Highly recommend. Go give it a read. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Because you would actually, yes. we, both, we had both pulled this link. This is the mm-hmm. link that we both had pulled mm-hmm. the exact same one today. And it was this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I I really liked it too. Um, I don't know. I think for me, it kind of strikes differently a little bit because like there have been obviously uh, a uptick in like anti-trans sentiment lately and, and not to be comparing the two like at all because they are definitely like not equivalent but like there's always been that kind of background kind of like you know whoa things are getting bad how do you preserve your peace and how do you preserve your your uh happiness and like i told him on forecaster like i think there's kind of a implication that social progress and like personal happiness is like linear like it just keeps getting better and better and like that's often not the case if you look at like history so you really have to like appreciate having the the time and space but also like like understand some of that time and and space is not going to be great so you have to be able to like Mm -hmm. integrate both the good and the bad and i think a lot of his piece kind of kind of talks about that behind the scenes about the bubble like you can still be you can still find happiness you can still find joy yeah um and still appreciate that you know what is happening in the world Mm -hmm. is just not okay Mm -hmm. um and I did also appreciate that Adam Miller, the thriller, um, hosted a respectful open discussion about Israeli-Palestinian issues on a borough because um, there was some, some things happening where, you know, 
people are starting to butt heads a little bit. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, you know what, what a great way to approach it um, in a peaceful manner of like, let's have a conversation. Let's talk to each other rather than talking mm -hmm. at each other. And I think mm -hmm. if we did more of that in general, that we'd be much better off. And I was actually on a panel yesterday about nonviolent communication and, and finding ways to, um, you know, I, I'm not always good at that, like flat out. Like I was on that panel yesterday and last night I had a little blow up on somebody. So it was like, you know, I have to check myself all the time. But mm -hmm. I think that to me spoke a lot about who is currently on Farcaster, that they are willing to be like, okay, we t we're not seeing things the same way but let's get in a room and talk about it, I think is super important. And I really think it speaks a lot for um, the culture we've created here. So wanted Completely. to point that out. And we're, we're out, but I wanna do one more quick thing. Ivy, I loved this post and we're gonna include it in um, the links of the show notes about hustle culture and um, what that means. And there was a really good discussion there and that was in the Farcast Her channel. Um, so I did, we will post that, dive into that more, async. Um, thanks for being here. So what'd you think? Thank you. This has been As so we good. Wrap thank, this. You. <laughs> thank you so much. Craziness. Um, thank you in the chat. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything. I see Hierocast being posted. Thank you for that, Dewoofy. Um, so thanks so much. I uh, really loved this, really enjoyed it. Thanks, Ivy, for being here. This has been amazing and for getting up so early to do this. <laughs> really appreciate you. And we are out. Thanks. Have a great day, everyone. GM Farcaster.